Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode on our Mladarini platform. My name is Lola Polonovic, and I'm a junior researcher at the European Policy Center, TEP, from Belgrade. Um, as you know, Mladarini is a regional platform for young people from the Western Balkans. This platform gives young people space to express themselves on important topics from environmental issues, freedom on the internet, to issues of democracy and the rule of law. Uh, you can visit us at www.mladarini.org. The platform is available in all languages of the Western Balkans, as well as in English. Today, we also have the honor to welcome His Excellency Carlo Locascio, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Urošen Tjelković, a young leader from the Western Balkans. In the previous podcast, we have talked with Jovana Popova, one of the prominent young leaders who have had the opportunity to be involved in the EU Balkan Youth Forum organized in November of 2021, based on the proposal from the Italian Foreign Minister Luigi Di Maio, RCC, RICO, the Study Center for International Politics, and the Osservatorio Blanchini Caucaso Transeuropea, and funded by the Italian Ministry of Foreign Affairs and International Corporation. As previously said, uh, this was a great opportunity for youth from the entire continent to discuss common issues, face policymakers, and mobilize new energies from below, facilitating the emergence of a young transnational network to engineer new initiatives and bring about fresh views on both EU and Balkan integration. Uh, today, our focus will be on the topics of the second working group, uh, United in Diversity and Beyond Past Wars. We will reflect on the overall question. How do we build a shared memory of the past and facilitate cooperation among peoples and cultures? With all this being said, let us turn to His Excellency Lokasha. Welcome to the podcast. Well, many tragedies have swept through the region in the last uh, 25 years. Tragedies whose immediate aftermath left uh, a visible mark on the relations between Balkans countries. A reconciliation process is indeed needed and possible. New generations must find a way to make it possible by building a mutual trust again. A real engagement of high-level politicians and government in supporting and promoting the regional reconciliation process is therefore crucial. We, as embassies, as diplomatic missions of EU member states, support and promote any initiative taken to make progress towards this direction. Of course, it is important to engage all the actors in fighting historical narratives that include the conflicts in the Balkans nations. We have to work to build a shared memory of the past and facilitate cooperation among peoples and countries, working to find a way to, for a reconciliation in the Balkans to be reached. You asked about what you have done, Well, the forum itself that we mentioned previously is a huge opportunity to allow new generations to build their mindset out of dangerous legacies from the past. It is a real challenge with must win because it affects not just the EU path of the region, but also its own stability. And now more than ever, we know how much important reconciliation is. So now I'd like to turn to Uroshan Djelkovic, one of the five young leaders who have had the opportunity to go to Rome and further discuss these issues. So Urosh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, I just want, oh, thanks. So I just want to know, um, what was your motivation to be a part of this forum? How did you see the call for applications? What did you see were the main uh, opportunities for you and main benefits that you would draw from this process? So tell me about your decision to apply for this. Well, thank you again for having me here. Uh, it is a nice question. Actually, um, 
I would, this program, the Rome and the EU Western Balkan was actually recommended to me uh, from one of my friends. They sent it to me like, okay, this is a good opportunity. Why, why wouldn't you like apply and see what is actually behind? And then of course I just entered the link that she sent me and immediately I was, I have seen that that is an opportunity actually for us young leaders to be actually heard from the, from the European Union, also from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of uh, Italy. And then it, I knew it immediately that I wanted to apply. I sent the application and then I've just waited for my chance to, to be accepted for the program. So you were a part of the second working group, which was titled United in Diversity Beyond Past Wars. So tell me, why did you decide this working group was for you? And how did your background prepare you for participating in this group? Well, it is practically easy because I believe that in order for this region actually to go forward, first thing that we need to do, we need to reconcile. Basically, uh... I don't want to disrespect other topics that were there, but I think that without reconciliation in the region, there cannot be actual progress done in other uh, areas like economy, like uh, democracy, like our capacity building or any other exchange programs that we might uh, want to apply for. I think that that process of reconciliation is really important. And following on the follow-up of the first question about my background how does it actually apply for this topic basically i have been uh, uh, the united nations youth delegate for the 2020 2021 year i mean the mandate sorry for for one year and i had the opportunity actually to 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 speak about uh, this topic with the united delegates united nations delegates from all around the world and uh, not just uh, from this region, but also from other regions that, that are actually also affected by some kind of a conflict. And uh, we, we had a change of experiences, actually, and we all agreed that the reconciliation in, in all of the regions that are affected by the conflict uh, are, are really important and that it first needs to be dealt with. And then act- actually after that, the peace uh, the post conflict peace processes can actually begin. Okay. So what I want to know, as we've already heard, um, you were a part of the working group alongside other people from other young delegates and other young leaders from the Western Balkans, but also with young leaders from the EU. Um, This is a very sensitive issue within the region. Did you think that such topic could be adequately discussed with the colleagues from the EU? And did you see that they had knowledge of the context and the history was it easy to identify the issues? Was it easy to find the solutions? Uh, definitely they had the knowledge about the topic and about the past conflicts that we had here and about everything that happened. And of course, it was really interesting actually to discuss about them. But what was also interesting and it is that a majority of them, they do not know the whole story. They do not possess all of the... Uh, facts that actually happen because they usually tend to uh, their sources are basically media and what actually media has said um, especially about the 90s and about the Kosovo war and everything that happened so it was very interesting when you present them the facts that they do not know about 
and the, the reaction that they actually have and they were like oh i didn't know that so that might change my opinion or that might change something and what i believe is that yes you can definitely discuss it with them but i think that in order for them to be fully involved in the topic and that they can fully be actually of some kind of help definitely they need to be present here they need to go throughout the region to to visit all of the all of the countries all of the places that are actually very important for the for the 90s especially in the western balkans they need to understand actual emotion of the people because not everything can be just okay we now have a resolution and we will now have okay you go interact with each other and that's it that's not enough you need to understand the pain of the people that they have suffered because without that you cannot know the full and true story of of the western balkans and what actually happened do you see the eu playing uh, a role in this reconciliation process or do you see this as a issue that is strictly devoted to the leaders of the western balkan region to resolve both parties should be involved definitely uh, of course that uh, countries in the region should be their priority should be the reconciliation but of course european union can be a big help of course since uh, some countries in the eu also had their past that can be said that it was a conflict past especially during the or after the world war Two, and the countries from the eu they should know how actually to, to to reconcile and what is the best way actually to do that so i believe that also countries from the region but with the help from european union that should be the main goal for everybody and together they can probably come up with some kind of a resolution that can affect everybody in a positive way okay so i read all the solutions that you have proposed in your working group online so in one of them you state that the youth carry the weight of a past in which they have not had a role in do you believe that if the youth is involved in the reconciliation process as well as the eu integration process they will be able to get some sense of ownership of their present as well as the future and hence become less skeptic of the whole idea of the EU and the process. Of course, I mean, when you when you see some of the investigation of the public opinion and when you see that actually young younger generations, especially between 20 and 30 years old, uh, when you see that their political stance are like, it's not so important, we are not so interested about politics, we cannot do anything, our voices are not being heard i believe that if you give them the chance and if you give them the proper tools and if you somehow uh, with some kind of a mechanism you you give them the chance actually to speak and for their voices to be heard and for the their actual ideas to be implemented i believe that the outcome would be very different because that way you can show them that I mean, younger generations in these years are really practical. If they say something and if they do that, they will get some kind of a motivation, of course, to work again and to work even better. So if you give them the proper mechanism and a adequate platform, I believe that that would be a bingo for everybody. Do you think that the youth of the region have enough 
um, opportunities and uh, things uh, that projects that can be evolved in. I mean, this is the first time this forum has been yeah. um, organized on such a level. Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, young people in general, not only from the region, have the opportunities to take this process into their own hands? I mean, let's take it into context of the European Year of Youth, the Conference on the Future of Europe. Do you see these um, kind of opportunities happen often or is it just a one-time thing? Of course, it should not be only a one-time thing. And I would like to quote and to say, I mean, about the, the topic that you've mentioned, it's not so great, but it's not so terrible for now, at least. I believe that how it was maybe 10 years ago, now it's far, far better. Uh, we have a couple of regional organizations like RICO like, that are actually working in bringing the youth uh, of the Western Balkans together. Uh, this kind of initiative that uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Italy and European Union that they have set up like this forum that we have been been to uh, in the in in November. I believe that those kind of initiatives are really needed because we have a chance to interact with with one another, not online, not through platforms or any other video links, but we need to be there to be present. To be to be working together and also i would like to mention the initiative of young european ambassadors i believe that that network of young leaders is really important because in that way we have a chance to to speak to one another to speak about our problems to speak about our uh our past and to see and to go beyond that in order for us to to to, to grow as persons and also as countries so Yep, definitely. I believe that it should be not only one time thing, it should be every year thing <laughs> or every month thing, however you want to put it. So if I was to make you to choose one thing that you took away from your working group, what would that be? One thing to take away. Yeah, what was your main group? takeaway from your working group? Oof, that's really because we have a lot of good points and good uh, topics that we discussed about but definitely the connection that we actually created between one another not just only the people from european union and the balkans but people people between uh, in the balkans i mean for that were in the group actually we had a really such a nice connection and i believe that those kind of connections are something that we need to go for in the future so how did it feel? This is just a personal question that I want to know. How did it feel to be able to present your work um, in front of Dubravka um, Shuica, let's say, or the Italian Minister of Foreign Affairs? Uh, well, now I I'm mean, getting... we don't get that opportunity very yeah, often. Definitely. definitely. Actually, I'm getting goosebumps now that while you were asking this question. And it was a really, it was really a surprise because our mentors from our group, they were like, uh, saying to me, please apply, you are so, you know, good, you have some nice uh, public speaking <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't know, I can do it, basically. And it was really, uh, from the moment they said that to me, I was really nervous. And from the moment that actually that, that final conference began, uh, when Minister Minister Di Maio came and uh, Dubrovka Shuitz also, I was really nervous, but also... In other hand, I was really happy and it was really a big honor to present the work that we had 
Also, I had the chance not for only our group had uh, two uh, representatives to present our our work. Uh, me from from Serbia and also my colleague from uh, from Bosnia, and I think that was a really good sign and that was a really good uh, a way to show actually what is the main topic of our group, and uh, in that way, I think we have done a really really nice gesture. So it was a really really big honor for me and finally what i would want to ask you is what would you want to say um to the people that are listening to us what would your advice be to the young people of the western balkans but also of the eu they have to be stubborn they have to be um really really dedicated to what they're working because i mean in this region it's really hard to to achieve your dreams and goals, but they have to be really, uh, really courageous and they have to just keep going to have that mentality in order for them to, to not give up and to pursue their dreams in order for them to succeed. Perfect. Thank you so much, Uroš. So these were His Excellency Lokasha, the Italian ambassador to Serbia, and Uroš Andjelković, a young leader, and you were listening to the Mladirini podcast. See you next time and goodbye. Mm-hmm.